Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, thank you. We appreciate everybody listening. Welcome to another episode of Cut Talk Podcast. Uh, so Beyonce has been in the news recently. A topic of controversy, actually. Uh, apparently, Beyonce is being canceled or in the on the cancel chopping block because she used a term that can be perceived or understood as an ableist term. Beyonce has a lyric that says, spazzing on that ass, I be spazzing. And apparently people are saying that this is an ableist term that is discriminatory towards disabled people because spazzing can be interpreted as a muscle spasm or a condition where somebody uncontrollably uh, has muscle spasms. I mean, when people say choose your battles, I think this is a good example of why we should choose our battles. You know, I mean, Beyonce, I highly doubt she was thinking in her mind like, oh, uh, you know, like, I don't really think she intended to offend anybody, you know? And it's ridiculous that we even have to talk about shit like this. Like, we even have to consider the fact that somebody might be being offensive by using a word as simple or as general as spazzing. You know, people always use this word, spazzing, you know, I'm spazzing out, you know, as a way to say I'm going crazy, you know, like I'm I'm, I'm going ham, you know, I'm, you know. Next thing you know, people are going to say you can't say you're going ham because it offends vegans or some stupid shit like that, you know? And this is the problem with these fucking words and and the problem with these woke people or at least people who claim to be woke and people who claim to be all these fucking sanctified, amazing, perfect, great people who are, you know, uh, holier than thou and, you know... Essentially, people just waiting to be angry. People waiting to be angry. People waiting to just, you know, they're looking for a reason to be mad. They're not even, they're not even genuinely angry about it. They're just, they want something that they can jump on the side of being right about because it's such a sensitive topic. They're they're actually abusing the fact that that people are disabled to feel to feel like they're justified in in you know going after Beyonce. Which is crazy, I mean, you know, Beyonce is an artist, you know, when an artist creates music, their music is an expression of something, you know, it's just, you know, there's things called wordplay, there's things called lyricism, where you use words in a clever way, you know, and even though, you know, spazzing on that ass, spazz on that ass, you know, that's maybe not the most elaborate way, use of the word, it's it's just an expression, you know, a way for her to say that she's going crazy you know a way to exert herself and you know of course i think beyonce took the song down or the song was edited in a post you know i mean people are so afraid to be canceled now it's just it's just insane you know and and people say people say that people say that these things are offensive but who is really being offended, you know? And should we really even give a fuck that they're getting offended? Because, I mean, let's be honest, right? Some people are just overly sensitive. And that's the problem, that we don't allow people to be considered overly sensitive. It's like, no, if they feel offended, then they're right to be offended. 
and we should respect the fact that they're offended so we should change the whole world and that's why we're in the place we are right now where people don't know up from down or left from right they don't know what the fuck is going on anymore because they're so they're so afraid to say what they want or so afraid to say how they really feel because they're they're afraid to offend somebody you know and the problem isn't that people are offending people it's the fact that people are being offended or choosing to be offended voluntarily you know i mean who reads that line and 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 takes offense to that i mean seriously you can't be you can't be mentally sane and mentally okay if, if you take a line that simple and interpret it and mean something that's considered an ableist slur a slur spaz a slur i mean come on think about think about all the things that are really offensive in the world think about the real hardships that people have gone through throughout history and things that have really you know situations where people were really put down because of who they were and things like that you know i mean i mean i don't know we got we got to do better as a society you know we got to stop letting people be if we got to stop letting people being offended be a justification for why we change the way we speak you know some people are going to be offended oh well that's just how life is and this is the problem when you have institutions in place that are compromised and that are corrupted is the fact that they're going to control the narrative and they're going to try to censor you as much as possible there's the first amendment in the constitution for a reason freedom to freedom of speech press you know uh things like that where it's like we need to be able to express ourselves by any means necessary and this is and i'm I'm not just speaking for myself. I'm speaking for even people I disagree with and even people that say ignorant things. You've got to allow them to express themselves so that the idea can be challenged. And that's what's going on right now. Instead of or actually, it's the opposite of what's going on right now. Instead of allowing people to express themselves and challenging the idea, people are just choosing to get offended and saying that there's there's this big controversy over something so simple, you know, and I don't mean to offend anybody who's disabled. But come on, let's be honest. I mean. I mean, spazzing, that's that's ridiculous. People have said that word for so long that it's, I mean, I don't know. I don't get it. You know, I'm telling you, people are just ridiculing real, real struggle and real slurs that exist throughout our language and things like that. You know, I mean, what do words even mean anymore? And how much weight do these words really have when you think about it? What what is the point? You know, people used to think before people used to have thought process. People used to come up with arguments. Now they just react. You know, they. They're waiting for something to come up so that they can jump on it and be the first to react and create a movement and be revolutionaries for nothing. Things that don't really mean anything, you know, because they want to be right. And this is the problem with having this this mixed reality where people people blur the lines between what social media reality is and what real life actually is. People who sit on social media all day and and are critics of every single word that people say and every single synonym that comes out of a person's mouth or syllable see how fucking dumb i am i don't even know the word you know so i'm not even the smartest brightest person alive you know but even i can see through the fucking the hypocrisy of all this and the flaws in people's arguments when they're coming up with things like this where they're just choosing to be offended they want to be angry they don't want to have a conversation and ask them ask those ask those people if they're really offended and what offends them about it or what what is the real issue being being proposed here you know and like i said people don't think anymore they just react and they use social media as a way to give themselves uh fulfillment you know the, the clout that they get by creating these arguments and causing these controversies you know is what what gives them the clout and what gives them that 
that justification, that fulfillment, that deep down, you know, that feel good feeling where they're all, oh, I'm I'm right because I said something controversial and a lot of people retweeted it and liked it. A bunch of sheep re-liked my tweet, re-liked, retweeted, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And now I'm 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 a I'm a thought leader. I'm a revolutionary. I'm I'm the greatest. You know, I'm the new fucking whatever. You know, it's just it's ridiculous. And this is uh this is even applicable to people who who are on their phones all the time, you know, because this has to be the people that are you know, the people that are coming up with these ideas are creating these controversies by questioning the most simple things that people say and trying to make a big deal out of everything. You know, there's a real problem when you're when you're on your phone, stuck on your phone all day, looking down at a screen, at a black mirror, but you're existing in real life. Your reality is real life, but your majority of time is the majority of your time is spent in this online reality. So now you feel like whatever you just seen on your phone phone applies to what you see when you look up. And in some cases it is true. Right? You can't get ideas from online because all the internet is and all social media is is a collection of ideas. However, that means that not only are there good ideas being produced, but there's also bad ideas. And without the filter and without the common sense to filter those ideas, then you're pretty much just considering everything as correct. Or you're just, you're not really giving any resistance to an idea. So you're like, oh yeah, this person's right. This person's right. This person's right. Oh, they're offended. They're right. But if there's contradiction between the ideas, then both people can't be simultaneously correct. There has to be some sort of, you know, some sort of either medium or some decision on whether one person's right or the other person's right. You know, and it's frustrating, and that's why I like, you know, I kind of stuttering and all this shit because, because it's 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 difficult to live in a world where people feel like their ideas are correct just because they can say them, you know. And it's ironic. I have a podcast. I just say things, you know. And but I'm not saying I'm right. I could be wrong about all this. I'm just speaking my opinion. And if somebody were to want to come on here and question everything that I think or everything that I feel, then I would be open to the conversation. I wouldn't immediately try to shut them down or call them, a, you know, whatever, call them a racist or, you know, oh, I'm Mexican. So you must hate Mexicans. That's why you don't want me to talk or, or you must hate men or something crazy like that. You know, that's what people are doing. It's the equivalent to looking at a map while you're driving a car. Just because you can see the roads on a map doesn't mean you understand the conditions of the road that are ahead of you. Just because you can look down at social media and see an argument or see some person's perception doesn't mean that when you apply it to real life that it's going to make sense or that it's going to have any base in truth. It just means that somebody thought it up the same way that people think of dragons and fairies and they think of crazy shit that's not real. That's what the human mind is capable of. We're capable of imagination. And some of these thoughts are simply imagination and they need to be treated as such. The reason why we have science and the reason why we have objective truths is so that we don't get lost in this this fucking fantasy that everything we think is correct. You know, cr- the reason why we have the why we have a such thing as common sense, why people have this rendition of reality is because 
we understand that there needs to be a separation between ideas and what we really see or what's really being experienced accounting for factors that are not present on social media you know what i'm saying we have to be able to apply the fact that people are not going through a filter when they're online people are not when you when you type something online and you put it out you're not going through any any sort of uh, process where you're being critiqued you're just putting it out there the idea is just being allowed to be put out there and the critique may come after it may come before but most of the time it comes after in the form of comments in the forms of likes in the form of response videos you know that's what people love to do now they love to respond you know like in the case of beyonce in forms of controversy she puts a song out does not consider the fact that spazzing might offend anybody now somebody can take beyonce's song and create a controversy around it and you know without any account of real life right she they're not considering oh i wonder if beyonce felt this way no they're just they're applying their offense their sensitivities to Beyonce's artistic expression, you know, and that's not the way things are done in real life. In real life, you interpret what you want, but your interpretation is an individual experience. And then now, one person's interpretation or a few persons' interpretation through the means of likes and retweets and things like that is now the interpretation of many weak-minded individuals, you know, and I guess the same can happen in real life, but it's it's not as likely because when you have to go through the critique process of explaining your ideology and explaining your rationale for why you come to a certain conclusion then sometimes the idea falls right there you know if the person was put to a who i don't even know who's the one who started this idea that this is an ableist term but i bet you if you were to take the person who first started this idea and ask them what is your basis for this you know, their, their argument will fall apart real quick, you know, and as easy as it is to retweet a tweet and to like a tweet and to create a viral tweet, it's not that easy to create a rational thought. It's not that easy to form a strong argument because arguments are based in reality. Social media is based on clout. It's based on the momentum of clout. If you start to get re retweets, if you start to trend, then people are just going to follow the trend because, I mean, it's not at the f any fault of their own. It's just a pattern in social media. When things go viral, people want to like it. People want to retweet it so they can be in. They can be the in-group, you know, FOMO. They don't want to miss out. Oh, yeah, I saw that tweet. Oh, yeah, I saw this. 40, 40K retweets. Why wouldn't I retweet it? Obviously, 40,000 people agree with it, so I should agree with it. You know, we don't have this filter where we have to take the idea, put it through our own minds, regurgitate it, and see if it comes out the same way that, you know, it came in. And this is, um, this is what happens when people don't use the brain. You know, the beautiful tool that we have called the brain. You know, the divide between people, the divide between people, we don't look at people online as people, just a username as a profile picture. So there is no, there is no real person involved. It's just a group. It's just a, it's just a flock. You know, you don't know if this is a person who you would agree with in real life. You don't know if this is a person who, who you would gen you know like in real life it's more of just oh yeah they're retweeting something that i agree with so we must be friends but that's not true because when you have that weak that weak uh mentality that weak process thought process then you can be manipulated easily it's the same reason that russians the russian bots and troll farms which are things that are proven to be true are so effective 
because all you have to do is appeal to a person's weak sense of logic, weak sense of acceptability, the fact that they want to be counted in so badly, they want to be a part of something so badly that all you have to do is introduce some weak idea formed in a weak basis with no backing, no facts backing it, and everybody will jump on it and, and claim that it's their it's their passion and it's their sole purpose and they're willing to die on this hill. They're willing to cancel Beyonce if she uses an ableist term because one person said so. Not because people really feel that way, but because one person said so, we're going to follow the idea. We're going to jump on it because, yes, this is what I believe. I don't know why I believe it. I don't know. I'm not even offended by it. I really don't give a fuck, but I'm going to jump on it. I'm going to jump on it and I'm going to be a part of this group and I'm going to join this tribe. You know, we're social animals. We're social creatures. We like to be in groups. We like to be accepted because evolutionary speaking from an evolutionary uh, point of view if you're the outcast then you're not accepted by the tribe then you're left out and now your survival rate is low we're more likely to survive if we go with the pack rather than against it however the pack itself is weak in its foundation and you don't want to be a part of it but like i said people don't think that far into things they see the idea they see the tweet they jump on it they retweet it they like it you know what I'm saying? And this causes a, a lot of online outcasts where people get resistant to the idea. You know, and where's the room for those people, the people who don't agree? There's no room for them. They get canceled. They get treated like shit. People jump. The, you know, all you got to do is say one thing. You know, you don't even have to say anything offensive. You just don't agree with what people say. And now, oh, you're a piece of shit. You're, you're this, you're that. You know, they start throwing labels at you. They start saying... That you're a despicable person, that you're a bigot, that you're uh, ignorant, that you're intolerable. All these things because it's so easy to do that. They're so It's so easy to label somebody and just completely disregard their opinion, completely disregard what they have to say than to actually question them and have an argument on ideas, you know, which is what people used to do. I remember I used to watch these shows, and I think I've said this before. I don't know if I have because I say a lot of shit on here, but... I remember I used to watch shows where people would debate a topic and the topic would be introduced and one person would uh, give their opinion and then the next person would give a rebuttal to the opinion and then you have a back and forth, right? Completely respectful, two people that completely disagree, but they're able to they're able to think from the other person's perspective and come up with an argument that is based in the own person's reality versus just dis dismissing their reality, dismissing their perception and saying that your argument is invalid because it goes against mine and therefore you are ignorant, you're a bigot, you're all these bad things and nobody wants to be labeled. So nobody takes that perspective anymore. And this is why social media is a double edged sword for introverts, because if you get if you're an introvert, somebody who doesn't want to speak your opinion uh, publicly in person, you know, you're you get comfortable expressing these opinions online. And then, you know, people have this thing where they, oh, I'm socially awkward, I'm an introvert, you gotta be nice to me, I'm, you know, this idea where they wanna be babied, they want people to be nice to them, and oh, you hurt my feelings, and all this shit, you know, and who gives a fuck about your feelings if what you're doing is detrimental to the human race, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to create this confusion, there's kids that are growing up online, and they're seeing these opinions, and you don't understand that when you put these ideas in people's heads, you're essentially poisoning their minds, you know, so you being an introvert who can't express, maybe there's a good reason why you can't express these opinions in real life, because they have no foundation to them, there is no basis for reality in what you're saying, you're just saying it because it's a product of your imagination, and that's fine, 
you can have the imagination you know write a fiction book but don't try and say that your ideas are are the basis for reality because if somebody questions them you're gonna get offended that's not how real life works that's not how things really work and that's why that's why we have this fucking this society where people just are afraid to say what they really want to say they whisper what they say in real they whisper what they really feel and they shout what they feel like they have to say and like I said, it's a double-edged sword because these these introvert people, you know, and I'm an introvert, you know, I'm introverted, but I feel like it's it's important to give the perspective that we need to listen to each other's opinions. We need to, you know, I'll listen to somebody who wants to argue about something, you know, and we can argue, we can have a civil argument, a conversation, a debate over something, but it's not going to be, oh, well, you're this, you're that. You're not going to label me as something. First of all, I don't give a fuck, so it doesn't mean nothing to me. You know, and it just shows me how immature you are when, you, when you're when you resorting to something that simple. You know, you're not trying to come to a logical conclusion. You're just trying to create this, like, you're trying to outcast people. You're trying to put people down. You're being exactly what you claim other people are being. And when somebody gets too comfortable online, they're never going to be able to come out their comfort zone. And... As humans, evolution, survival of the fittest, these things, these concepts, these ideas prove why we need to get out of our comfort zone. Because unless you try new things, unless you're pushed to the point where you have to, you have to feel uncomfortable and you have to adapt, you have to evolve, then you're always going to be comfortable in your little tiny corner of the world. And because of social media and because of the internet, you're able to thrive in that environment. And that environment isn't always necessarily healthy. Uh, you know, and I don't mean to judge people who who do have real social issues, you know, who have a hard time speaking in social environments. But I would also encourage those people to go out and to meet, you know, if you meet a group of people online that you guys feel comfortable within each other, Maybe try and take it to real life, you know, meet up in real life. Because you'd be surprised how many people actually feel how you feel, you know. And if you get out of your comfort zone and you become, you know, you take whatever online presence you have. Meet these people online and have the conversation. Maybe you'll realize that you're agreeing with a bunch of fucking idiots. Or maybe you'll realize that what you f think you feel isn't what you really feel when you have to... You express it in a realistic way when it's not just typing or liking or retweeting where now you're saying it out your own mouth and now you have this reflection period where you have to think about what you just said you know and that's the beauty of the brain and that's the beauty of being a human that we have this capability to think for ourselves you know and when you give up that capability and you choose to just fall in line with other people's ideology then you're going to then you're going to fall into depression and shit like that because now your basis isn't in your own reality. It's in the reality of somebody else. And now you feel like you're inadequate within yourself because you couldn't even come up with your own ideas. So, yeah, you know, I mean, online, like I said, online groups are important because they give people comfort. They help people find each other. But there's also an importance in pushing out of that comfort zone and meeting up with people. And, you know, and then people say shit like, oh, well, I don't want to meet with people online. Because they might be a murderer or a psychopath or some shit. So why are you agreeing with people online? It's the exact same logic. You could be... What if you're agreeing with some fucking psycho, sociopath, murderer, serial killer, weird motherfucker, you know? But just because they know if they say the right thing, they're going to befriend you. 
you've now been manipulated and you don't know that you're fucking agreeing with somebody that you would never agree with in a thousand years if you knew who they really were and what they're really capable of as a human being. But because you're online and because everybody just has this profile picture and this guy has a fucking Naruto profile picture and you have a fucking One Piece profile picture, now you guys are best friends. No, you don't know this person. And just because they know what to say to make you feel good, it doesn't mean that they're really, they agree with you. They just know what you say. They know what to say to to butter you up, to get you to be nice to them. And uh, in a similar way that people tend to have multiple groups of friends, I feel like the online aspect of life should also be just one part of your life. It shouldn't be everything. It shouldn't be, oh, I, I spend my whole time online. I understand people make livings from going online, and that's fine. That's a job that's completely different. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is that, you know, sometimes you have friends that's like, oh, I have this group of friends and I have that group of friends, you know, but they wouldn't really mix well, so I keep them separated. It's the same thing with online friends or, you know, sometimes you even do try to mix them. But the idea, the concept is still there. It should only be one piece of your life. It should not be your entire life. You shouldn't, you should not rely on one aspect of anything in life. You should always consider the possibility and test your options because you don't know how you like something until you try it. So feeling comfort in online people and online friends and online groups is fine. If it gives you, if it helps you, if it gives you enough comfort so that you can go out in real life and do something, then there is nothing wrong with that. That's completely beneficial. That's good. It helps you become a better person. That's fine. You know, great. But don't rely on one group of anything for everything. You know, just let it be one part of you. And still focus on reality and real life and being a person that's present in your life, not just somebody who's online typing. I mean, let's be honest, right? There's some weird motherfuckers online, but they thrive online. Why? Because they don't thrive in real life, you know, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Some of us are just outcasted as are outcasts of society. That's okay. But there's a real problem when you're trying to create an enemy out of everybody who thinks differently than you. The fact that we can think differently is proof that we're not meant to all think alike. Somebody has to introduce an argument so that you can, even though there are things that are accepted as real, as accepted as reality, accepted as fact, there's always an important, there's always a space for argument. Because the more you argue something, the more it can be solidified as the truth. And if it's not, then it's obviously too weak to be considered a truth, so you need to reconsider it. But yeah, with that. I'll get out of here. Thank you, everybody. As always, on the bottom left, we have the socials. Add in the cut global. That's on Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, TikTok. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Thank you and be safe. Take care. Peace.